can you always find a layer of meaning in which your problem is easier? In this episode, I want to talk about my experience with learning different languages. I'm not going to be really defining a term in this one. Uh, this is mostly going to be like a personal personal um, experience report, but it should be universal. I, I feel like a, a lot of people would have this experience. Hi, my name is Eric Normand, and I help people thrive with functional programming. So I've had, and I, I think we've all had this experience of learning a new language that where a a, f a problem we were trying to solve is way easier in that new language than the language we were using before. And then maybe that was just a side project. You're just experimenting, learning something new. You go back to your normal everyday language and what you, you can actually take stuff back with you, right? You've learned this new thing and you learn, oh, I, I, if I only had this function that was in the standard library, uh, I could do this work way easier. Um, so I know we've, we've all had this experience. I just want to explore this a little bit. So just a little bit about my personal experience with this. Um, I was doing a lot of JavaScript programming because this was at a time when there weren't many other options. Uh, CoffeeScript was out, but I was I was using JavaScript at work, and this was like 2012, yeah, 2011, 2012. And then I switched jobs and got one doing ClojureScript in 2013, Clojure and ClojureScript exclusively, and you know just got used to that. And then eventually I went back to JavaScript. And wow, I felt a lot of the pain that I hadn't really noticed I was feeling before. You know, when I went from JavaScript to ClojureScript, it felt so freeing, uh, so liberating. I felt powerful. And then going back, I realized that I had forgotten <laughs> all the things I had to deal with all the time in JavaScript. Um, but but I was a better programmer for having spent so much time in ClojureScript. And I realized that I could implement, you know, about less, not 100%, but a significant amount of what I liked about ClojureScript uh, right in JavaScript. Like, it, there was not that much that was, like, out of reach that was, like, really something that the language was giving me. A lot of it was just that Clojure has a great standard library and I could implement those things that I wanted. And so I, I did this a couple times, like even, so I, I now run, uh, my site is on WordPress, so that's PHP. And I often find that uh, I can just think about what I would want to do and I get this idea, oh, in closure I would do this and it would be so easy. 
And then I realized, well, I could write that function myself in PHP, and then I just always have access to it. I don't have to rely on the what the language gives me. I can build on top of it. And so I have like I have my own like kind of utility layer between what PHP gives me and what I use. And it's pretty nice. It's not closure. It's, I don't know if it's even 80% of what I would want it to be um, because PHP is not quite as nice as JavaScript, but it's, it's pretty, it's pretty good. You know, I've found compromises and I'm, it's much better than basic PHP. I'll tell you that. But what this, what this makes me think about is what if I learned a new language, some hypothetical language, like it could exist, but I always think of some like magical language that doesn't exist. So I'm coding in Clojure. I've, I spend the weekend learning this new language, maybe more than a weekend. And I learn this new thing. And then on Monday I go back to Clojure and what pain would I feel? What would I want to bring back? What functions could I implement that I always needed, but I never realized it and like will eliminate tons of code and bugs and stuff because this is a better abstraction for that thing that I'm doing. So I, I, I do believe that there's always some better way of of expressing the problem of, of solving or expressing the problem or expressing the solution. Uh, there's always some better way closure. It can't be it. You know, I like closure, but it can't be it. And, um, so I think that there's, there's, there's always more, you know, there's always something out there that we could discover. And, you know, like I said, the language might exist and I just haven't learned it. There's a lot of people who haven't learned closure or even, even like a functional, uh, functional JavaScript library like Lodash. There's a lot of people who haven't done that, who would probably have the same experience. Like where this, where has this been my whole life? Right? Where, why haven't I known about this? Cause I could have saved me so much agony um so i i'm just i always think about this like i've had this experience so many times that there there always must be something else out there often i think that it might be some new general purpose thing right like if you took some new constraint so closure a lot of what it's done is it said, okay, if we only have immutable values and we're going to do a data oriented language, what are the functions that we seem to keep running into that we need? A lot of them were just borrowed from other languages. Let's be honest. But what if you took some other constraint, like we're only going to, we're dealing a lot with, uh, strings and string manipulation. Right. So let's say we have to do a lot of, of string munging. Right. So what do you get? You get something like Perl, right? 
I mean, maybe a better, better language. Uh, I don't know what your feelings at Perl are, but it has a lot of great operations for dealing with strings, right? So maybe that's something to pull back in. Like we don't need to be dealing with strings. It's just some basic operations, which I kind of feel like we do in Clojure. We're just dealing with like, oh, we'll do concatenating strings and regex matches and stuff, but that's about it. Like not, not much more than that. But man, there's some other cool stuff we could be doing uh, that, that we haven't really looked into. So I wonder about that. Like what, what, where could we explore to bring stuff back in so that our code is, you know, that much better, that we're able to work at the right level for the problem that we're solving. And there's always more out there. Even if we if we looked at every existing language and pulled all the good stuff in, there would still be some magical unicorn language out there that doesn't exist yet that we could learn from. I think that's that's great. It's beautiful. Um, so that's one way to do it. The other way is to build it up, right? To build up the layers towards your problem. So. You start solving your problem and you realize, oh, this is turning into a mess. Like, why is this so hard to do? Uh, and so you start refactoring and breaking things down into smaller bits and finding the layers where the things seem to not depend on each other. They're only depending on stuff down below. And it starts to stratify into these little layers. And so then those layers become... Uh, become things you can build on top of and express your problem in a better way. Okay, uh, I would love to hear your experiences with this, whether you've learned a new language and brought stuff back to your like your main language, what kinds of stuff you brought back, what were the things that you really appreciated that you managed to uh, write yourself or find some suitable replacement for. I'd love to hear that. Then I'd also love to hear like what you've done building up to, uh, to your problem. So, you know, you didn't look elsewhere and bring it back, you, but you built up and then took what you built and made it something really nice and useful. Love to hear both of those. So um, if you, if you want to share that with me, please email me. I'm Eric at lispcast.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Eric Normand or find me on LinkedIn. And if you like this episode or if you want to hear, I'll, I'll share some of the stories. So, so just to um, be clear, if you share it with me, I might share it on the podcast unless you tell me not to, obviously. Um, so if you, if you send me an email about this, I might share it. I might talk about it, might say your name. So please tell me if you don't want me to. Um, and uh, so if you subscribe, uh, you should subscribe because then you will get to hear all these great stories. Awesome. I'm Eric Norman. Thank you very much, and I'll see you next time.